Nowadays, the sin of pride isn't what it used to be. In fact, back when ascetic, aka hardcore, monks would spend years of solitude in the desert, they considered pride to be any thought that attributed something to yourself rather than God. I imagine it would have gone something like this. Wow, I didn't eat anything today. Because fasting was a central part to the ascetic lifestyle. And if I would have thought that my lack of hunger was my own self-will instead of God's, that would be pride. And it wouldn't have just been any sin. It's the worst sin. Pride was considered to sort of open the floodgates for all the other seven deadly sins. But today's not like that at all. In fact, it's considered healthy to be a self-confident person. Although there is another interesting phenomenon of pride that I want to talk about. This isn't the negative, sinful pride. Rather, it's a movement to rediscover self-love among minority groups. The concept of pride movements, LGBT pride, Black Lives Matter, feminist rallies, to name a few. The idea of taking something that was once considered shameful and re-owning it as an assertion of self-love and something to be proud of is not new. When the Friends, also known as Quakers, came to America in the 14th century after leaving persecution in Europe, the term Quakers was used as an insult, because the believers of this denomination would frequently shake with what was called religious fervor. But they reclaimed the meaning as sort of a, yeah, that is who we are. Bringing it back to relatively recent times, during the 60s, civil rights activist Malcolm X was an early supporter of black pride. And this was during a time when being African American was often shamed. The speech you're about to hear is from 1962. Who taught you, please, who taught you to hate the texture of your hair? Who taught you to hate the color of your skin to such extent that you bleach to get like the white man? Who taught you to hate the shape of your nose and the shape of your lips? Who taught you to hate yourself from the top of your head to the soles of your feet? Who taught you to hate your own kind? Who taught you to hate the race that you belong to? So much so that you don't want to be around each other. No, before you come asking Mr. Muhammad, does he teach hate? You should ask who yourself, who taught you to hate being what God gave you. I was interested in learning more about pride movements. So I decided to head over to the LGBT house to find out more. Doug Botter is my name, and I'm the director of the GLBT Student Support Service here at Indiana University. Doug grew up in the Moravian Church, where he was exposed to different cultures from a very young age. Many people have never even heard of the Moravian Church, but it's a tradition that has had a quiet emphasis on social justice. Education is very important, and in days when just the men were educated, men and women were educated. So... It's an approach to Christianity that I think has some pretty positive messages, and I incorporated many of those into my life as I was growing up. Summer camps and things that were, you know, church camps were really fun events with, you know, black kids from Harlem, and I grew up in Pennsylvania in, in sort of a small town, and we got to value people who were different from us, and that was affirmed and valued. Doug went to college in the 1960s, a decade that's remembered for its social change. However, he also remembers at the same time there was also a push for positive thinking. Where people were challenged maybe to to think more positively. And, and so there was a, a, a branch of religion, I think, that was encouraging 
seeing yourself as someone to be loved. And I remember as I was growing up, maybe it was the tradition I grew up in, um, or again, an emphasis on Jesus' commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. And the as yourself was being emphasized in a way that I don't think was forever. And I hadn't thought of it until you, you sort of raised the question about that individual way of thinking of yourself in terms of movements um, or minority communities, for instance. But I wonder to what extent that power of positive thinking led to um, civil rights or the women's movement. I'm, I'm at some level of people claiming who they were and and feeling good about that and loving themselves as their neighbor. Doug decided to go to seminary school and become a pastor, which he did for 15 years. However, he was continuously troubled by homosexual thoughts. Eventually, he divorced from his wife and left the church. However, his passion for social justice was still there, and so he eventually took the position of director of LGBT centers on IU's campus. I want to speak a little more about the, the issue of pride because mm-hmm. I think yeah, we, absolutely. well, we need to be careful about it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like loving yourself, that, that passage that I mentioned at the beginning about loving your neighbor as yourself. One's as important as the other, but it's important not to forget the neighbor part too. Mm-hmm. And I think we can, I think people can be prideful in such a way that they forget, um, you know, they think they're the only people in the world or the only, I it just, I don't know from a psychological standpoint how to explain this all, but I think, you know, loving yourself and, and, and loving others is, is, is the dynamic and keeping those two in balance. Um, as opposed to thinking, you know, I'm the best because I'm out or I'm the best because I'm gay or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. Our issues are not the most important in the world, but they have some value, and we need to be proud of our heritage. Um, but we need to realize how that relates to people of other cultures, other traditions, other... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. So are you saying that kind of... It's important to like love yourself, but also... But don't consider yourself greater than other yeah, people because yeah. of what makes you different or yeah. unique or what you're prideful. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that we all have gifts and we all have... You know, the, the friends or the Quakers have that wonderful expression of there is that of God in everyone. In Bloomington, I'm Carter Barrett for American Student Radio.